Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning. This is podcast, and it is called "Why Does This Thing Exist?" Podcast. Yep, still called that. I haven't changed it. Uh, I think we'll stick with it, Odin. Yeah, we're probably better in now, aren't we? I mean, you could. Uh, I think I've had a few times I've said, "Oh, that'd be a better name of the podcast" in the last like two months. But um, each time we thought, ah, it's, "It's more paperwork, really, isn't it?" Don't need Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Dean, what are you going to show me this week, Dean? Um, this is the thing. Uh, I literally found it this morning. Uh, I wasn't going to go back to the well of films and things, which confused me. Uh, but this one popped up. I, I, I just can't get my head around this. So I'm going to show you this movie trailer for an upcoming Ooh, film. Excellent. Okay, so it's a minute and 40 seconds long. Here it comes. Great. After all these years, I found a new body. Wait, what, Pulsa? No, it can't be. It's the Power Rangers, in case you wanted. It's time for revenge! Oh my god, what's happening? They're really old. We gotta destroy her. This is Ranger business, okay? Let us sort this out. Yeah, so it's... I'll kill you before Zorda makes you Ranger. What's happening? So is it the original people, then? Apparently, yes. It's the original Power Rangers. They brought them back for a film. Okay. It's 30 years later, so... Once a Ranger? Oh my god. It's more of the time. Sorry. Sorry. You want to fight? Yeah, I imagine they do. I think that's all the point of this. <laughs> a mighty Morphin reunion. Yeah. Now it's a reunion. 30 years old. Messing with this place? I don't have to say, I don't recognise any of these people. Just they look very I, old. I, I vaguely do from watching the first ever series they had on the UK. Wow. Yeah, so what they've done... Don't worry. No. You saved the world before. Okay. Aye, aye, shut up. Turn them off, then. I can stop sharing that. I don't really need that anymore. So. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. So, basically, um, Netflix have uh, made another Power Rangers movie from the original cast. They brought as many of the original actors back as they can. Right. And tricky, because at least two of them are dead. Uh, yeah, so... That bit then we saw, like, oh, um, oh she killed mom. That uh, refers to Toy Trang, the original Yellow Ranger, who was killed in a car accident in 2001. Oh. And I don't know if that's good. I think that's, I, I, I don't know, that's really struck a bad chord with me, as in, oh, she's she's dead, we can work that into the plot. It's, really? Is that is that <laughs> what you're doing here? I know it's a, it's a done thing. I know, like, they just did it with the Black Panther. Wakanda mm. forever, because he tried to be poisoned past from uh, cancer, which is obviously terribly tragic. But Marvel at least put some effort into their films. They take it seriously. It's massive budget. You know, it was a huge franchise behind it. It was a very iconic role and so on. I don't know, 30 years after the fact seems a little bit morbid. Um, but also, Power Rangers, you know, it's very much a kid's show, right? I mean, I yeah. think that's, that's very undoubted. The, the, the gigantic dancing robots or whatever they are, no, it's all... It's also you know, it's so aimed at kids. All the primary colours, all the, the over the top, all, all the grotesque, the caricature, the pantomime of it. I don't think you can invoke like you know, deep, meaningful, morbid reflections on mortality into it as seamlessly as some other possible well, franchises. As, a, as opposed to 
the film's about comic characters. Well, I don't know. I think I think this is a step too far, personally. I think this is like it's so you know, childlike. It's what it is what it is. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I just think that it sounds incredibly jarring, just just based on what I've seen is in this one trailer. I mean, she's not the only one who's died. You know, the guy who played the Green Ranger, he died as well, like not long after. Oh well, more recently, but um you know, mental health stuff. It wasn't it was very, very bleak. So I'm not sure they evoked that. But I don't know, it's, it's, it strikes me as a real and also, like you mentioned, the fact that they are noticeably old. <laughs> it's, oh, it's yeah. Like, they have aged, don't they? It's 30 years old. Yeah, so my question is, like, so who is this for then? Because they've clearly gone for the same aesthetic as the original Power Rangers. It's all, like, bright colours, really loud villains, and, you know, cheesy effects and stuff. But it's clear, but it's, it's it's a nostalgia thing to bring back all these older characters. Yeah, it's and the same as it's the same people for the same people as all the other rubbish, isn't it? It's for grown-up people who are childish, <laughs> I suppose. Well, it's like you know things like you know reboots of your favorite kids' TV shows is all the. I I know it exists in that context. I know that they are actually trying to say, oh, maybe people will remember Power Rangers fondly. Let's make let's make that again as well. That's that's good. Yeah, um, they want the they want the old people. Yeah, but apart from the dead ones, <laughs> I'm sure they'd like to have them, but uh, that's not really an option. But what would you have if you got a yellow ring Power Ranger? Right, right, and the one from this time was dead. How would you get around that if you're not going to have a daughter? Stick a broom handle up her. <laughs> the only other way to do it is what the Star Wars films. Oh, the, the, you the know, CGI in the, dead really people. people. Well, That's worse. Well, the thing is, like the, really, I think I'm right in saying that the original Power Rangers TV show that we recognise was a hybrid anyway, because the actual yeah. Rangers yes. fighting wasn't the actors on the screen. They were... It was like a Japanese show, wasn't it? And then they just yeah, yeah. spliced it together with some American high school bollocks. Yeah, which, which is why it's very entertaining that uh, people had crushes on the, the female characters. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. They, were, they just, stuck their helmets on, they might not have been women in there. <laughs> yeah. I think they would. I think the original Yellow Ranger, it was actually a man. There we go. Like, so that, you know, when she becomes a Yellow Ranger, she has a very broad chest, I don't know, she's all <laughs> of a sudden, sort of, uh, very, very sort of anatomically confusing. <laughs> Quite a powerful cock. <laughs> Should they have brought that back, team? <laughs> See if he's got brown or a different shade of colour to what he was originally. Shrouded in grey. Just a sad look on its little face. Sad look on his face. Yeah. The saddest mole. The 46 year old penis. <laughs> There's all that, I suppose, yeah. But but you haven't answered my question. How would you bring this yellow uh, well, Power Ranger back if you're not going to have this being a daughter? Well, as my understanding, there have been many, many more yellow rangers since. I mean, ah, but these are the ones from 30 years ago. We've established this. Yeah, but I think there was, like, you could have one from 28 years ago. I think they, they, you can't. Different canon. These are, like, these are basically the superhero sugar babes is a lot, are they? Just get <laughs> recycled on a regular basis. There's no... There's no sort of issue with having, but also you know, they, 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 they do look like, noticeably older because they are. They're in their fifties or something by now because they obviously mm. were 
teams acted as teams at the time, which usually means they were early twenties. Yes, <laughs> yeah, they probably the thirties then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like it's it better than it used to be. Like we've seen, like we've seen like Greece, like some of those teenagers actually <laughs> when they were seen in hairlines and their guts yeah. and stuff. It's, it's really quite quite stark. Show us your sad morality, old man. <laughs> but the um, I don't. It just it struck me as like um, a mixed bag of all things which clash rather than combine in a, an affectionate way. I mean, I think it, if they'd probably gone a bit more, um, I want to say, not gritty, but sort of try to tone down the over-the-top campness of it, it wouldn't have been the Power Rangers, I know, but it would have been sort of a bit more, because it's, it's aimed at the, the old, older people now. Because even, even when I first saw Power Rangers, I thought, I was, look, I was looking forward to it. I saw the advert, it was, oh, that looks like cool, just people in cool outfits just beating up monsters. That's great. And I saw it, and... Like, wow, this is this is jarring. This is really quite yeah. a, ah, a huge cartoony like flops and fights in these robots, which are yeah. not the most mechanical things you've ever seen in your life. So no. even as I came, was it? I must have been 11, 12 when the first came. Yeah, I years ago. yeah. yeah. Like, I even, remember feeling I'm too old for this. Yeah, when it came exactly. out, and I think it would have yeah. been pitched at this. But yes, was, and it was, yeah. so it would be like a year or two after the Americans had it. So yeah, we would have been twelve or thirteen, maybe. So. Even then, like oh, it's, it's hard to watch when you're a, when you're just on the verge of adolescence. So when you're like in your forties, I'm thinking, oh, I got a mortgage to deal with. I'll sit down and unwind with some Power Rangers. I watch, watch this group of appear to be retired accountants. What <laughs> like around fight things? Uh, yeah, I think that was the only thing that was any way appealing to me about it. Just, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not. They're not saying necessarily a bad thing. It's just like I would love to know. Okay, so. Apart from just the basic cynical, oh, well, you know, people used to like Power Rangers. Like they, they're older, they have money now. Let's just give them the old stuff. Nostalgia will kick in. But it seems such a jarring clash of all the different uh, approaches. You know, the classic Power Rangers, which is all just nothing but fun, wacky, over-the-top colours and hysterics. Yeah. Uh, also, poignant reminders of mortality and death. Yeah. <laughs> and grief and loss. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that seems like a seems like a strange mix was, was my, just, my take on from this. Well, I, I, I can't remember enough about the original series. It could have been like bloody the bits where they weren't fighting was like a plath poem or something like that for all I remember. No, I do remember. It was stupid, you know, incredibly over-the-top wacky. Right. Like, okay. sort of like, like, um, like those Disney shows they make for like young girls or, or older, older girls and early teens and stuff, you know, the Hannah Montana type vibe to it. It's, oh, yeah. Um, really bright colours, clearly Californian. You know, like Save of the Bell. That was the closest like, thing I could think of that would that would uh, resemble it in, in aesthetic oh, okay. and tone. Hmm. Yeah. Many of them are dead. Too many, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> he was one that was cursed. You know that one? They lost like five, haven't they? Bloody hell. And I don't remember one of them went to jail for um, sex crime. Edit he's, yeah, he's, 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 uh, he's one of them, yes. Um, but... took a sudden turn. Uh, now then, here's a question for you. So it's the original yeah. actors when they are human, was it? Mm. Do you think it's the original stuntmen for when they are Power Rangers? No, I would assume not, because I'm going to guess that, like we said, like the original original footage of the Power Rangers was the Japanese people from presumably yes. like 10, 20 years before then. So those people might well, be... Could have been. In the in their seventies, by now. <laughs> no, that would be a better film, wouldn't it? I I would like. Wouldn't that be like um? Was it the Irishman when they sort of CGI'd 
the, was it Al Pacino and Robert Downey Jr. to look young, but yeah. they still clearly moved in the late 70s. <laughs> so he's got these really young faces. <laughs> so, <laughs> so wait, I would I would like to have seen that. I think we can relate more to that. I think if it's yeah. like mighty mighty retiring Power Rangers, so <laughs> it's a commentary on the British state. Like you can't retire anymore. You can't keep working. You can't keep working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, over in France, all their Power Rangers are putting their feet up. Like, <laughs> yeah. his next job could be in Power Rangers. <laughs> he just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> God. You've got to be trained as a power agent in order to get your benefits. <laughs> yeah, I just think, um, you know, so the Marvel stuff, I know it's, it's pretty much the same thing, just a ridiculous comic book world, you know, exploring themes like grief and loss, and which you know, on paper is not much different to this. But I would say that this is different because Marvel don't do the sort of winky, noddy thing. Oh, they don't. Well, when they do, people don't like it. Yeah, you know, but the, the, when it comes to the, the, the heavy stuff, they do take it. You know, they do at least give it the gra- try, give it the gravitas that it warrants. Whereas, I mean, maybe this film does that. The trailer might be a bit sort of you know too chopped together, too too succinct to really let it breathe. Yeah, <laughs> really, the, really the powerful themes of the Power Rangers. I was moved when that man was moved a little bit closer to the console. And it's a guy <laughs> who did seemed to have like a, a frisbee for a head or something. Yeah, I don't know what kind of his name, but he's like a little smash robot, isn't he? So I think he had Parkinson's or something like that. And Again. Yeah, he's probably that's the B story, I guess. That little fella with the Parkinson's. Yeah, he's putting his affairs in order. He is, he's putting his affairs in order. He's found up that's why they're all fighting. He's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That woman with the stick, Rita Aura, she's trying to get her control of the estate. You had um, in Gail Platt's brother or son or some whatever he is from Coronation Street, the one with the American accent, he's there now. He's meddling in the face. <laughs> he probably like left some woman. Left some woman. He probably left some um, something in the will to the Yellow Power Ranger. You know, she's dead. Turns out, car crash by all accounts sounds awful. <laughs> so her daughter's turned up. She's put a putting her bloody trotter in the in the cash pile. She wants something as well. <laughs> she turned up with her, with, her, with her attorney, as they say. That's right. Mm. And it's left up to um, some other guys to sort it all out, probably. Oh, God, what a, what a horrible chain of events. Do you know? How does he come to this? So you're saying this is more like a, a brightly coloured uh, take on succession or something? Yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean... That's coming out of series four. Maybe this is... Um, it'll be... <laughs> Just as good as this. This is a stealth preview of Succession yeah, Series so. 4. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I, I would happily take that on <laughs> as a possibility. And so, uh, we're going to mark the trailer, Dean. Yes, of course, the trailer. What are you going to give it? Um, I'm going to give it a preliminary two. Because okay. I think, you know, I haven't seen the film. All I've seen is the trailer. Yeah. And either the film is, you know, either the trailer accurately reflects the film, which suggests it's not a really good film and therefore not a really good trailer, or it doesn't do the film justice, and therefore it's not a good trailer, but it might be a good film. Mm, so I, I might watch the film and come back to you later about, about that. Good. So yes, preliminary two. I think it does it a disservice or accurately reflects it, in which case it's not very good. <laughs> so that's my take on the map. I was thinking along similar lines, Dean. I was going to mm. give it um, a high mark, a four, um, because... Um, 
where most of today's trailers, I think you watch the trailer, then you don't need to watch the film. They just got like mm. some trailers have the entirety of the plot. That um, film that came out recently, uh, Megan or M3. Right. Dan, I don't know how it's pronounced. It's better than some kind of killer doll or something like that. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that, yeah. Gives the, gives the whole plot of the film away. Literally. Yeah. I thought, well, yeah. well, I've seen that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I need so... to see that again. Save myself £3.50 as a rental, uh, £10 in a cinema, up to, up to £20 if you're in that cinema seat where your chair moves around and they spit in your face. <laughs> I don't think that's a cinema. Shit. a cinema, mate. I think you've been told that's a theatre, but you've gone to. Oh, it's a private club, did. Yeah, so, and with this film, this trailer, rather, I thought, well, I don't know what this is about. And um, <laughs> it really gave nothing away. Didn't really even sell the film to me. So I think, yes, four. I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Well, all right. I'm, I'm okay with that. I mean, not, not that I have any say in your score whatsoever, but uh, all right, so a three average then. So, you know, TBC. Good. Rest in peace, Yellow Power Ranger. And the green one. Welcome back, listeners. I'm back. Now then, Dean, you know I'm a big fan of uh, Google Street View. Mm-hmm. I am indeed aware of this. It's been on, it's on the record, on this very On the record. record. I've brought it up on here, haven't I? We've, have, had yes. a, we've had many a lovely time just perusing the streets. Yes. So, Dean, I found something, um, and this is a photo from a road uh, near Roswell in uh, America, you know. Yes. Where, in Mexico, yes. But this is a mystery, Dean, and I'd like mm-hmm. to, to – I'll show you the picture. I'll give you a little bit of background. And we can um, uh, propose some theories. Okay. So Roswell, you know, f- famous Roswell, mm-hmm. aliens and all that shit. No aliens involved in this, uh, not as in an obvious know. way. Yeah, exactly. As far as we know, yes. Yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. look at this now, Dean, right? Yeah. Okay, right. So this is a woman, Dean, and she's right. wa- walking along East 2nd Street, which is on the outskirts of Roswell, New Mexico. There she is, just walking along the main road into Roswell, right? Yeah. This is an American road. It's very long. Very Very long. A very bit barren. So there's nothing there apart from foliage. She's on her own. For the listeners who haven't seen it, she's walking along the highway there. She's got a high-heeled shoe on. She's carrying, like, um... Uh, I'm not sure if it's like a, a suitcase on wheels. It, yeah, probably isn't it's it? It's like a golf bag. It's very golf baggy. But yeah. I think I think yeah. it is. I think it's a travel case, though. It's got more of a utilitarian vibe and just pure clubs. Yeah. So it's, she's walking away from Roswell, right? Okay. So I followed the path. Okay. It took me ages. The route she's walking in. Okay. Walking away from Roswell, she's walking east. <laughs> I've been all along this road, right? <laughs> There's nothing, literally nothing. It's yeah. in the desert, a main highway in the desert. There's nothing mm. for over 30 miles. It's uh, an eight-hour, 25-minute walk at a fast clip. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus and Christ. there's nothing else there. And the nearest thing, in fact, is eight and a half hours away. 
And on it foot. is yeah. something on foot, and it's yeah. called the Waldrop Rest Area. Okay. Now, after an eight-hour walk, you'd want to rest, wouldn't you? <laughs> I imagine so, yes. Especially in high heels. What do you think that woman was doing, Dean? What's led her to be in the middle of yeah. the desert, walking <laughs> along a highway, with nothing, literally nothing, ahead of her, until she gets to a town called Tatum, which yeah. is, you know, an, another uh, 10 hours away on foot. <laughs> so she's an 18-hour yeah. walk ahead of her to get anywhere. Yeah. Um, okay. So looking at the picture of the woman, she, the outfit itself is like also strange because I would say that would look like a party outfit. That's an outfit for going out. You know, sort of thin straps. It's got nice, you know, evocative colours, high heeled boots, the clearly boots. Mm. That's a party outfit, I would say. Yes. Um, but she also has a traveling suitcase with her. So I'm guessing she's coming from a party or going. You wouldn't head to a party in the middle of nowhere, would you, with um, eight hours ahead of you? Not with your suitcase. Yeah. No. My suspicion, my first thing to me was she was in one of those um, big limos that take you around if you go into like, uh, those party limos. Oh, yeah. Maybe one broke down, so going ahead, but she didn't tell how far it was. Yeah. <laughs> like in The Simpsons, when Mars was getting a spare tyre, and she's gone like for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was my thinking. She was in one of those... Ludicrous limos that the Americans seem to have because they got the road space for it and had to get out for, for some reason. Yeah. Which had a fallen out with the other members of the hen party. <laughs> it's it's got to be something like that, isn't it? Because there's nobody with there. It's, yeah. it's got to be something like, yeah, she's had an argument with someone and got out of the car. Yeah. Well, that that could be it, couldn't it? But it's poor show on the person in the car with her because yeah. there's literally nothing. They must have driven for ages yeah. since they've, because they were. I don't know, unless she's going back the way she came, but... Yeah, well, where are they going, where they come from? Because this is yeah. Roswell. I mean, it's not as far as I'm away. It's not Party Central. You know, those, those things are normally reserved for, like, Vegas and stuff. This is... Yeah, exactly. Maybe, like, the alien hunting vans, but you don't get dressed up <laughs> sort of going out no. clothes for the hunt aliens, I'm guessing. Tell you something else I noticed about this, Steve, as well. If you look at her there on the picture, mm-hmm. it looks like she's already developed sunburn. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, you can sort of see the where the dress straps have moved on her. You can see white yeah. where the skin is is being covered. Yeah, so she might have been walking for some time, or she burns easily. Yeah, but either way, like that's still really bad. If she's out, you know, the American sun is quite unforgiving at the best times. If she's walking along this desert road. <laughs> And we can see the clouds from here. They are very, very uh, few and far between. Far this is between. a bright part of the world. Um, oh, yeah, from behind, yeah, she's definitely got red uh, red skin on me. That is disconcerting. So they kicked me out without sunblock. That's um, Yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. That's bad Let's, as well. I'll try and zoom in on a bag, see what we can see. Mm, just looks like a red jacket and a brown jacket. Yeah. It's got a covering on it. It looks like it's sort of... A waterproof covering for the top of it, which is rolled up a bit. Mm, she's definitely packed the wrong stuff then, because it's not going to rain. No. Unless that's camping gear? I mean, that could, could be. be. She could be camping out in the desert on her own. But dressed like that is... That would suggest forward planning. Yeah. But I think if you're going to forward plan to have a 10-hour walk to the desert, you would wear hiking boots, not high-heeled things on a strappy top. Is she hitchhiking? Um, I'll see if I can see her with her thumb out. Hang on. <laughs> Um, 
No, I can't. She hasn't got a thumb out. She seems to be like gone and strutting on quite a way. Yeah. Um, I mean, she, she, yeah. She, could, she could maybe not know where she is. I mean, this is 2015. We have smartphones and stuff, but. Um, they did in 2015, didn't they? As I was saying, yeah, she would have a smartphone yeah. so you can do the maps and things. But um, yeah. I mean, also the desert, you know, the distances are deceptive because all the, the, the heat haze and the hair makes you, you know. Plays with light and stuff, so maybe she thinks it's, everything's just around the corner. Yeah, she would probably that. see wall drop rest area. Mm. She thinks, oh, that's only a six-hour walk. I'll go around. <laughs> six hours. It's actually see. an eight-hour walk. Oh, right on my face. <laughs> oh, if she bloody shoulders be red road. Yeah, I mean, tell about, the, tell about the angle of the light. It's either very early or very late in the day. Yeah. Look, look, look at her shadow. It's actually quite long, so... It doesn't yeah, say what time of day it is. Yeah, I'm just going to do a little bit of scooting down the road, see if I can see her somewhere else. Hang on. No, 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 no. You're the Google Street View guy. I don't know how that works. She's still going. There's a car. Oh, no, it's gone past her. Dean has gone past her. Oh. oh, what a pity for this woman, Dean. What a pity. Do you think, does the Google Street View camera van have an obligation to stop and help? Oh, that's a good question. Or oh, is it like it's like Attenborough when he films like a lion getting eaten or something? <laughs> He's got to stay impartial. <laughs> yeah, or war photographers or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's got to stay out of it. Like, yeah. Past, oh, that's awful. That is, just keep going. Or war to the watcher, Dean, to bring it back to yeah. the, the yeah, childish, smart. childish Marvel comics. <laughs> <laughs> Which you introduced me to, by the way. Yes. Do you think it's woman's dead, Dean? Do you think she's dead? Uh, I think she might be a Power Ranger. <laughs> oh, she's powerful. She's powerful. Well, listeners, this is probably one of the worst sections we've ever done. No, I'm enjoying this. It's been more intriguing than anything. It's a, it's a mystery. It's a real mystery, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. An actual mystery. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, but this outfit look, itself is Dean, look, look, Dean, oh, no, there she is. I thought, that, I thought she disappeared, but then now she's right behind me. I'm going to move a little bit further up the road, Dean, just to, just to show you what happens to her. Okay. And, um, yeah, she's gone now. Unless that's her down there. I don't know. Yeah, I hope she's all right. I really do. Maybe whoever yeah. like, kicked her out of the car has turned around and picked her up, and that's why she's not in the rest of the pictures as you travel up the road. That's that's a nice interpretation, because um, maybe the people kicked her out thought, oh, you know, she'd have to walk to the next stop, thinking it was uh, half an hour away. There's no, oh, shit, this is... <laughs> they went, they gone, like, we've been driving for a good two hours now. <laughs> she's not going to make it. All right, we've got to go back. <laughs> have a really awkward journey to the next rest stop. <laughs> but what, what around here is um, you know, a place where you go to for a bachelorette party, if that's what it is, when you, you know, in America? Uh, I'll go into Roswell, Dean, and we'll have a look. At, we'll have a quick look yeah, at the, <laughs> look the bars and the clubs in the area. Yeah, I'll look if they do any craft beer. Yeah, we'll have a look for craft beer, Roswell. Hang on now. I'll just go, I'll type in hen, I tend to uh, Roswell, Dean. It's <laughs> um, title, truly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Margarita's Restaurant, there we are. That's probably where they were going to go, Dean. Yeah. She's gobbed off a little bit too much in the car. Everybody else, all the other hens, they've gone, cluck, cluck, get the cluck out. The car. Get the clock out, yes. Yeah, they say, get the clock out of the car. I'm burned to death on the desert <laughs> roads. Absolute bitch. And take this golf bag with you. Who brings a golf bag on a hen doing it? Slag. <laughs> and they've left her there to die. 
Google has sailed past. <laughs> uh, journalistic integrity forbid them from interfering. The person who runs the the gift shop on wall drops rest stop is see her in the distance. He's not helping either. He's just praying that she has her wallet in that golf bag and will make it in time. <laughs> My first customer in three months. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, I don't sell water. Damn it! I should have thought that. My souvenir stand in the middle of the fucking desert. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a killing, quite literally. Uh, well, there we are, Dean. What are you going to give it, anyway? I'm going to give it a four. I actually quite enjoyed that. I'm going to oh, give it really? one mark off because of lack of resolution. Yeah. And that's always slightly, you know, I don't like being blue-balled <laughs> by, by Google Maps. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a one. It was a terrible selection for me and a terrible segment. Fundamentally disagree, but okay, there we go. Welcome back, listeners. Here we are, section three. Um, Everyone's favorite section. I'm going to share my screen, and we can see the Wikipedia. Hold on to your hats, listeners. Hold on to your hats, listeners. Cap your balls. Here we go. Three, two, one. What? Unbelievable, Celia. <laughs> Have you read the whole thing? It's a species of beetle in the family Cerambicidae. <laughs> the only species of the genus Decilia. It was described by Stephen von Bruning in 1968. Right. This can't be a coincidence. Anymore. This is mental. This, this is mental. Can't be a coincidence. And you this did it this time. It wasn't even because yeah. when we had this guy and his beetles come up last time, it was on your computer. <laughs> oh, not mine, rather. Yeah, on yours. <laughs> I think I said at the time, I think I'd read that there are like more species of beetle amongst the insect world than like anything else. Like they are yeah, maybe you're abundant. But yeah. it doesn't mean you get them. Wikipedia no. can't be like 90% beetles. No. Me. Right. <laughs> this is a vow now to the listeners. We're not doing moths ever again. No, no, we're not. Right? And we're not doing any more fucking of Stephen Von Boering's beetles. <laughs> Well, right. well, we got to the point we have to say that out loud. <laughs> Not even joking. This is it's making me feel physically ill. <laughs> Press the button again, Dean. All right, okay. Right, three, two, one. Touch it, Buster Rhyme song. Here we oh, go. There we go. That's that's Here much we much go. better. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh God. Okay. Go on then, Dean. Touch it is a song by Buster Rhymes, released on December thirteenth, two thousand five. First single from Rhymes' Aftermath Interscope debut, The Big Bang. Uh, the song was number one in New Zealand and number six in the United Kingdom. The song features a minimalistic beat followed by Swiss, Swiss beats, Swiss beats, and a sample from the song Technologic by Electro Duo Daft Punk. Touch It was incorporated into Daft Punk's live album, Alive 2007. All right, cool. So it's a Buster Rhymes single. Yeah. I can, I can work on that. So it reached number six in our charts. In 2005, which was when it was before the charts became completely meaningless and irrelevant yes. to every living human. Yes. You know, it's got a Daft Punk sample. Hmm. I must have heard this, but I cannot picture it in my mind uh, no. for years. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I got nothing. Um, believe it or not, listeners, I'm not especially up to speed with the, with the hip-hop world. Um you know. Despite no, the impression I give, that's not uh, my yeah. speciality. Uh, I don't, I don't just like it. I just no, I'm not actually a musical historian of any genre. But 
hip hop, especially, is something which uh, on rap is something that I've not really uh, delved into that much. We have referenced Buster Rhymes on this podcast before. Though, we have. Though. Why do we do that? Um, give me some more, Dean. Yes, the one. Yes, each of us have independently sang it. So yes, I like. I think, again, from the little I've del- delved into the world, I actually quite like Buster Rhymes. I yeah, find him, yeah, he's good. He seemed to have, um, I think, when hip-hop became mainstream enough for me to recognise it, and uh, R&B stuff, it was very sort of serious, very very sort of dark and gritty. And uh, then we heard things like um, Tupac and Shot stuff. Like, oh, this is, this is not for the faint-hearted. But he seemed to have a lot more sense of fun about him. He does. Him and ODB, old dirty bastard, they they had a sort of um, wild, crazy guy sort of yes. vibe and character about them. No, ODB is no longer with us, is he? No, um, he's not. Buster Rhymes no, is still alive, as far as I know. Yes, I believe so. I think it would have. You know, it's something. We're, we're on the Wikipedia article. We can check. That's um, right, yeah. No mention of any passing or death. So he should oh, be. Oh God! If he was the Green Power Ranger, Dean, I'm going to be so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That would be quite a reveal, wouldn't it? <laughs> But uh, oh, is it sample of the song? Here? Should we play it? Uh, yes, yes. This is actually a first uh, Wikipedia with audio samples that I think we've come across. That's true. Who be the king of the sound? Bust a bust back and just put a lock on the town. None of my bitches be coming for miles around. See they be coming because they know how to guard. Turn it up, now you know who holding the throne. So give me the crown. Saluting the trying to give me your pound. I don't really fuck with you. You this clowns making the bitches trip and throw the shit on the ground. Get low, bust. Now that's the way that. Right, so there's a few words there I'm sure you might want to edit out. <laughs> Quite N-word heavy, that section then, wasn't it, Dean? <laughs> yeah, just one on me. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, Dean, uh, let's let's head on over to YouTube and uh, we'll get the radio version of it. Right, <laughs> yeah, because he, he's, he's fine to do it, but I don't think this uh, podcast by two middle-aged white Welsh guys can really have the same uh, freedom of, uh, uh, of uh, interpretation. Uh, uh, touch it clean. There we go, Dean. Here it comes. Touch it clean. <laughs> Hang on, Dean. There's a, there's a questionnaire we need to fill in first. Which oh, okay. of these brands have we heard of? Microsoft Whiteboard? No. no. Miro? No. Yes. You've heard of that one, have you? Okay. Yeah, yeah I've got to use it. I Well, not about it, but yeah, I have to use it. We'll come back to that in a second. Lucid Spark? Yeah. No. Murals. I've heard of murals, Dean. Have you heard of them? Yes. Submit the answer. Okay. Oh, it's gone. Take my ass back to the club. Yes, please. That's clean. That's the clean version. He's taking my ass back yeah. to the club, team. <laughs> I know a woman whose ass needs to be taken back to the club. That woman on the bloody road outside Roswell. <laughs> yeah, in the most literal possible sense. Yes. Mm. Because if you take her off, the rest has got to go away, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. The floppy and sunburned. Yes, be sensitive around the shoulder area. Yeah. Red raw. Yeah, there's... Oh, no, they've still got the, um, the racial epithets in it. Sure as God. Well, anyway. Um, right, this is uploaded by somebody called Ryan Coleman. Um, he's done a good service uploading the song, but his interpretation of clean is different to mine. <laughs> yes, yes, you know, you might have a different take, a different take on the matter. But the um, from the two samples that I've heard, Dean, I don't remember this song at all. No, I don't. No, I don't either. Hey, skip to around one minute thirty-seven seconds, in, Dean. That's probably where the chorus is. 
think I might have overshot it. Let's hmm. get back to um, one minute, two seconds, please. Hmm. Skip forward to two minutes, ten seconds, please, Dean. This is the chorus, then. Yes, it is. Uh, let's get back to the article, and we'll find out some more uh, stats and figures and facts. Okay. Facts and foxes about this. Oh, this is nice. I haven't seen this before. Um, uh, it gives you a, a list of the position in each individual chart it entered. Oh, that's good. And, oh, and you can sort it by number as well, Dean. We'll uh, sort yeah. that table, and we'll go from uh, top to bottom, please. So, number one, number New Zealand. Zealand. Uh, UK hip hop and rap uh, R and B uh, chart number two. Yeah. Didn't know we had distinct charts for that, but it yeah. makes total sense. Not an official uh, chart. No UK singles number six. Uh, Nine in Ireland. Uh, Nine in Ireland. And in Finland. Mm. Oh, Scotland then uh, number twelve. Yeah, Scotland's got its own charts as well. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, number sixteen in the US. US number sixteen <laughs> in the US Billboard one hundred. Yeah, but that's also, I know it's not as impressive as number two, but I'm imagining that might involve a lot more singles actually sold. Yeah, the number two in the uh, hip-hop rap songs. That's the thing in America. Historically, even when record sales was a thing, in America they always incorporated radio play and things like that as well into their charts. Oh, yeah, of course they did, yeah. That's a good point. So it's different drivers. It used to be based on sales alone. Hmm. Is it when they start incorporating downloads into the charts and it all became utterly meaningless? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I yeah. think so, yeah. Culture was pre-internet, was more homogenous, as in, yeah. obviously, companies decided these songs are going to be in the charts or we're going to sell these ones. Yeah. And everyone was exposed to the same stuff. And now everyone got their own little micro-climate of music, which they curate themselves. They can be from anywhere at any point, which is yeah. good in many ways, but um, obviously it makes a nonsense of the charts. Because... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just buy like oh, songs from 40 years ago. Yeah, I'll buy that. I've done it myself. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So let's have a look at uh, some more shit about this thing. <laughs> There's a remix yeah, right. here, Dean. Remix. Here we go. That's it. Remix. It came out a year later. Or was the other one in 2006 as well? I can't remember now. So I think it's 2005. I think you're right. Oh, so it came out, yeah. out a year later, the remix. Or December 2005, though. So, you know. The, oh, maybe then. Yeah, rapid turnaround. Maybe it's the remixes that got her into the charts, Dean, and that's right. why we didn't recognise her. No, Ready to Blige, Rod Digger, Missy Elliott, Log Banks, Papoos and DMX, that's, that's quite a calibre. Mm, scroll down, maybe the remix charted as well. Let's have a look. Yeah, it doesn't mm, say. say. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Controversy and dedication here. Yeah, bodyguard on board member Israel Izzy Ramirez was taking shot outside the set of the music video for Touch It. Jesus. Um, the case remains unsolved. Oh, dear. It's been quite a lot of um, <laughs> morbid twists in this episode, which yeah. we were expecting. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Should we play the remix? Uh, yes, please. Maybe we'll recognise this. Flip mode, bitch. Oh, I know this one. No, no. Still, fairly consistent lyrics from our early exposure, which is why we start playing it. <laughs> Uh, uh, Dean, I'd love to see you do this on karaoke. <laughs> well, you may get your wish done, Simon. <laughs> uh, Dean, uh, before we uh, give our scores, let's head over back to YouTube. I'm, I'm keen to find out if, if I do actually know the remix version. And I proposed the... Um, I muted the ad for a second because it looked like it might be a long one. Good work, Dean. Good work. Uh, the listeners will thank you for that. 
I think they will, yeah, they, they should. Hey, yo, what up, Izzy? <laughs> you know we had to... I think this might be the wrong remix. <laughs> oh, no, this is a tribute to his dead friend, in. Oh, no, oh, no, oh this is a tribute, right, OK, that's fair enough. You know what I mean? So much beef in the industry going on. You know, we had to show people that we all ain't beefing. A lot of artists coming together to represent a unified front. Very respectful to the way to say the phrase, we all ain't beefing. So they know that you ain't dying. Yeah. Love you and I miss you, homie. Hope we made you proud. (laughs) Those words are not necessarily (laughs) grim. So what are we going to give the article, Dean, anyway? Uh, despite that uh, our own lack of knowledge uh, sent us a few uh, dead ends, I think the article itself is actually very good. Mm-hmm. It's got you know, it's got the pictures that you always like. It's got two sound samples. It's divided into original and remixes. And it's provided lists of um, chart placements in different countries, placements, which yeah. don't see. So I'm going to give it... I think you're a solid five. I think it's left no stone unturned here. Absolutely, Dean. I've got to agree with you on that. It's a real good one, Dean. Yeah, I think so. It's so good, uh, I had almost forgotten that Stephen von Brunig reared his ugly head again. (laughs) (laughs) But but Buster Rhymes has has cleansed our palate nicely. Yeah, thank you, Buster. You did a good service there. You did. As always. Uh, To our listeners. Goodbye.